very implicating. When the word comes, it comes raw and makes a demand of you. Until that demand is satisfied, the word cannot work with you. Okay? Just a little bit from the first reading from the, uh, from the book of uh, Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, curse is the man who trusts in man. So shouldn't I trust anybody? I trusted him and he did this to me. I trusted him and he did this to me. The earlier will learn it now, the better. Why? Because the Bible says, the heart is what? Deceitful. Above all things. It's dangerous. <laughs> this is wisdom. Oh. This is wisdom for those who want to catch it. And desperately corrupt. Say, who can understand it? Whose heart is this now? Hmm. Who is the man now? <laughs> you need a forensic eye to be able to decode whose heart is this. That is why, until a heart knows Jesus, he is bound, he has a lot of possibilities in evil. I tell you, even when someone has received Christ, if the government of Christ does not dominate that person's life, these two possibilities are there, waiting for an opportunity to strike. Deceitful, desperately corrupt. So you, you are coming to trust a man. God said, "Curse be upon you, because you are going to reap the fruit of what deceitfulness and what corruption." That's why he said, "Be wise like a serpent. Be wise." Sometimes. We allow our religiosity to take away our common sense. I am a Christian. Hey, I believe in this person. And it has ravaged a lot of Christians. We think that those kind of small, small trust we have is the thing that God will use to bless us and say, yeah, you are doing well. He's going to tell you now. Cause be the man that trusts a man and makes flesh his arm. What is flesh? Flesh is the culture of the world, the emphasis on the flesh, human ideologies, humanistic lifestyle, the language of the human, you know, the humanism, you know, the culture of humanism. Everything is all about the human person. No, life is wider than the human person. There's a dimension of the human person that is supernatural, that is linked to God. And that's why you see the psalmist now says, Bless indeed is a man who does not follow the counsel of the wicked, because the counsel of the wicked is the counsel of the flesh. The reports of men, men who don't know God, bring up ideas, bring up all kinds of ideologies, and we hook up to them and expect those things to sustain us. And when they crumble, we say, Ah, God, where are you? But whose delight is what? Is in the law of the Lord. You must seek counsel from the law of the Lord. There is nothing about this life that has no counsel rooted in the word of God. You are the one to search for it. Every, of your, every area of your life. 
Because that's the counsel we can trust. The counsel of men will lead you to what? Deceitfulness and to corruption. There are ways that seem right unto a man. It's right, rationality. But the end of it is what? Death. So don't say, ah, but Father, the thing was clear in my mind, though. I, I was sure of myself. But what is the root of that counsel? You see, his delight is in the law of the Lord. On it, he meditates day and night. That's how he digests the counsel of God. Then he shall be like a tree planted by the waterside. I love that. Physically, you are not a tree, but spiritually, you are a tree. Physically, there is no water, but spiritually, there is a water. Okay? That bears fruit in due season. Nothing can stop you. No amount of hamatan will stop you. Whose leaves shall never wither. See, when God is speaking and he's giving us some kind of pictorial uh, lessons, is to show us the implication of our lives. Whose leaves shall never wither. If your life is rooted in the word of God, no part of your system will wither. That's what he's assuring you. Because his counsel will govern your life. And whatever he doeth shall be what? Successful. Success is not even a finished work. Success is a system. God catapults you to a system where every day, whatever you do gives you joy. That's success. Success is not an achievement in terms of, I have done this, I have done this, I have done this, and you are dying of depression. No, something is wrong somewhere. Success is that you did this small little thing, you are fulfilled, you have peace, you have joy, you have contentment. That is success. Yes. Don't get that mixed up. Yes. Don't get that mixed up. The little you are doing gives you joy, fulfillment, happiness. Look at a rich man in the gospel. Was he successful? He was rich. He had everything he wanted. But all of them constant nuisance to his life. Destroyed him. Because he lacked what? The counsel of God. But in the eyes of men, he was good and great. Men will praise me for all my success. Rich men honored him. He feasted sumptuously, dressed in purple dressings and all that. But he lacked the counsel of God that demands a value for a soul who is down there, hungry and sick. He lacked that inside. You see? And now, when the days of reckoning was was you know placed, he saw himself somewhere. Now he's learned his lesson in the hard way, the only way. And he's sending Lazarus to go. The same person you refuse to attend to. Gain wisdom, depth of God. Gain wisdom. Don't wait for someone to rise from the dead before you will believe. Blessed are those who have not seen, but what? Believe. I don't need to see. I've told you this many times. Don't show me yourself. I am convinced. I don't need any help again. I don't need any help any longer. I've come to realize who you are. I'm on his blind faith, not visionary faith. You see, if he got, because I want my brothers because I'm sure it's a lifestyle of all of them, right? Amen? Yes. And who are his brothers <laughs> today? <laughs> yeah, are you one of them? Don't say also. <laughs> You're not one of them, please. You're not part of them because you have a better cancer that runs your life, okay? But go out there, you'll see, see the brothers of this rich man. 
who don't care about anybody, who are living lofty lifestyles, classy lifestyles. That's what they do. They spend, they spend, you know, spend all their money to kill themselves there and maintain it and crush and lord it over their subjects. Make everyone around them feel the impact of their authority all the time. No. Jesus said, that should not be among you. We have gained wisdom. We have the counsel of God in our lives. Amen? Amen. That's why you have to be dogged with what God lays in your heart. Anywhere you find yourself. Don't mind what people say. Don't say, hey, hey. No, don't allow them to push you to that level where you cannot be a blessing again. You see? Don't allow that. Don't allow that. One, I met one bishop one day, and then uh, greeting him, kneeling down. My Lord, my Lord, I was kissing his, uh, this thing. No, we spiritans, the way they were, were trained. So this uh, hierarchy thing is not in our blood. So we just going to say, my Lord, good morning. He said, who are you? He said, spiritan. He said, who are you? No wonder, no wonder. You guys, your psyche is different. Don't mind all these hypocrites. Who come? <laughs> Even when you don't want to give me a hand, they pull your hand and all that. You know? And when they're pulling your hand in their heart, they are wishing you evil, but they're kissing your hand. So, the people of God, we are blessed to be people led by the counsel of God. That's why you have to be familiar with the counsel of God all the time to govern your life every day. And any given opportunity God gives you, demonstrate that counsel. Reach out. Just during this lens, we are called beyond measure going to help reach out to the poor. Let us break the barricade of the system of the world that is lifting us up, not to care for the poor. Sometimes, when you want to do help or give help, do it in a very glorious, honorable way. Don't throw money at, you know, arms receivers. Don't throw money at them. Stop well. How are you? Look into the eyes of the person and give the person something. Let the person see love radiating from your eyes. Don't do it as if the person deserves that place. No. Let the blessing be more than just the money. Yourself, you are a gift to that person. The person will be happy that this kind of person stopped to even attend to me. You have already changed something. You have brought healing and succor to that person's life. This is how God gives us the opportunity every day to rewrite our history. To put down things that heaven will mark tomorrow and say, yes, well done. We saw what you did. We are watching you. May God bless his words now. Through Christ, our Lord.